I'm not mad that you got mad when I got mad when you said I should go drop dead. If I were you and I done what I done, I'd do what you did when I gave you the ring, having said what I said. I feel bad that you feel bad about me, feeling bad about you, feeling bad about what I said about what you said about me not being able to share a feeling. I can't move to the Berkshires. This is Caleb, and I am here with a very special guest, Victor Artis. How are you doing, Victor? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing today? Doing so good, man. Today we are talking about Oscar predictions 2022. That's right. The 94th Academy Awards will air a week from today on March 27th, 2022. Yep. I'm very excited about this. As you know, you know some people love the Super Bowl. They like different stuff. I like the Oscars. That's my Super Bowl. All year. I'm like, ready. Let's do this. Nice. So, this year, they got three hosts. Okay. Wait, does do you think anyone really cares who the host is this year? <laughs> no, but it's new, so <laughs> I'm just trying to be thorough with my information. Just giving a lot of information out. Okay. Okay. okay Amy okay. Schumer, you've heard of her. I've heard of Amy Schumer. Wanda Sykes. Wow, there's yes. a name from the past. Wanda's back. Yep. Regina Hall. Hey, she was funny in the scary movies. Yes, yeah, three hosts. But I think they have the wrong Regina. They should have Regina King hosting. Yes. Well, they're all three hosting. Three hosts that really have nothing to do with each other. Kind of an odd trio <laughs> to select. I think they all do. Ha- they all have comedy in common. They all have comedy, yes. Yeah. Right. There's not a lot of crossover between them, but sure. Yeah. Also this year, they're introducing the Oscars fan favorite category, hmm. which they did a Twitter poll to people voting on their fan favorite it seems like spider-man no way home will be the obvious winner (laughs) easy easy win when it was released during december and it was massive and huge and yeah now if i had to pick like my fan favorite it would probably be the suicide squad (laughs) i really loved (laughs) james gunn's suicide squad okay so i i liked james gunn's suicide squad i thought it was great um i did i got upset with some of the characters that killed off in the beginning what kind of yes. <laughs> sort of soured the experience a little bit, you wanted and then Pete they Davidson killed off, a, and then they killed off a major character close to the end. No, not yeah. Pete Davidson character. Um, Captain Boomerang. Boomerang, yeah, that, that was I did not like. Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang was like one of my favorite like takes yeah. on the character, and he's a Flash villain, so you would think this guy has to yeah, show up a, in Flash. That movies. bothered me a, a lot, and then killing off Rick Flag at the end. Yeah. Well, he's possibly dead. He could be alive. We don't True. know. At least his death had a lot of weight and stuff. It did. It did have a lot of weight. But, but comparing that to Spider-Man Noah Home, right. I mean... Right. Which is just stand up and share all the way through. I, you got Garfield back as Spider-Man. Yeah. Who was got unceremoniously <laughs> cut got off as Spider-Man. And doing his best work to date. Yeah, he was Spider-Man. phenomenal in the movie. Yeah. And then, you know, the OG Spider-Man. Toby. Toby Maguire. Who did? Who was fantastic? Love, so I think that like Spider-Man Never no Home would be my pick. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. I'll be happy if that wins the meaningless Oscars fan favorite uh, category. Yeah, it would be cool. That they've uh, this year they've chosen to not air live eight of the categories. That they did a uh, mm-hmm. pre-recording uh, ceremony for those, but they had to make room for the fan favorite. So, anyways, okay, so. We're just going to go in order. Best picture. Best picture. We're back to 10 nominees this year. So that's exciting. Um, 
We got Belfast, which mm-hmm. I think should win. That was my uh, number one top movie of last year, Belfast. Really? Very good Kenneth Branagh movie about him growing up in Belfast in 1969. And um, the, what was it called? The Troubles. So different wars between Catholics and Protestants and mm-hmm. the stuff in Belfast. We have Coda, which uh, another excellent movie made my top ten. It was the first Apple TV film to be nominated for Best Picture. That's about a deaf family, and the daughter uh, is the interpreter. So she's. I was going to watch that last night. Should have watched it. I think you'd like it. Very good movie. Uh, don't look up the new Adam McKay movie, which is actually a bad film and shouldn't be nominated. I I think that it was for me. It hit too close to home. <laughs> like it was so stressful to watch because I was like, this could actually happen. This is actually how the media will respond. Like an actual uh, asteroid could hit the earth, and people react happen. the way they act react in the film. But yeah, it was not the greatest film by any yeah. any means, in my personal opinion. But. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's funny how prestigious McKay has become. Because, like, a few years ago, The Big Short, I thought, was a legitimately great film. Oh, I love that film. The Housing Crisis. But then after that, like, Vice wasn't that good. Don't Look Up wasn't that good. You didn't like Vice? No. I thought it was okay. I don't think it was I bad. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. But Don't Look Up was not something I'll watch again. Funny. Yeah. No. And, um, I mean, you know, obviously... Anchorman is probably my favorite of, of his <laughs> early comedies, you know. I you know, like, I saw Anchorman 2 before I saw Anchorman 1. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It was it was a great One experience for me. Better. I had no <laughs> idea what I was experiencing. My younger brother and his friend took me to the movies. Mm-hmm. I was having a rough time, working too crazy, playing gigs late at night, not getting enough rest. And they're like, you know what? You need a break. We're taking you to a movie. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to see it. It's a, I don't know, what's this movie about? Oh, it's, it's called Anchorman 2. It's about news anchors. And I was like, yeah. okay, it's going to be something kind of heavy about like news anchors reporting on the news and all the drama behind the scenes. I knew nothing about the film. Yeah. We're in the theaters. I finally start paying attention. And I'm like, Real Ferrell's in this. this is, wait, what a second? And then I just started laughing over and over throughout the entire film until my gut was hurting. <laughs> it was freaking hilarious. That Steve Carroll was amazing. Paul Rudd was amazing. Oh, and, then, and that inspired you to then see one? Yeah, I saw one afterwards. Part one, okay. But two holds a special place in my heart. Even though one is, I know, is better in people's opinion. It's, mm-hmm. it's better done. But two holds a special place in my heart because of that experience. Yeah, I think out of McKay's comedy career, I like it more than... You know, Talladega Nights or Step Brothers. Talladega Nights. Anyways, don't look up, shouldn't be nominated. Um, anyways, Drive My Car, very good. First Japanese film to be nominated for Best Picture. And you Picture. saw this one? I did see that one. Okay. Yeah, saw that one on HBO Max, very good. Long movie, uh, but very well done. Good screenplay. Uh, Dune, nominated. Oh my goodness, so good. That was a, It was a surprise how prestigious Dune became uh, so it many was nominations. so good it was very good of course based on the 1965 uh, frank herbert novel and then uh, there was the 1984 david lynch film the lesser which film. i saw <laughs> for yes but if you're a lynch fan you kind of like just how out there and wacky and strange it is yeah but i think i think this dune did it like because this is the same yeah. director who did Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Which was like a faithful Denis sequel. Villeneuve. Yeah. The faithful sequel to the original. And like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, absolutely. You yeah, did amazing with Dune. He is on quite the the streak. Arrival, so good. Prisoners I haven't seen great. Rival. Prisoners was amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. Dune um, is uh, definitely a deserving nomination, and uh, that was Dune Part One. So Part Two. Yeah, he didn't think he was going to be able to do Part Two. Yeah, he didn't know. So, um, some of the cast was like, "Are we going to start filming the next one?" He's like, "I don't know if it's going to be made." Yeah. And then like the studio immediately greenlit it after the release of the first one because it was part of that it, last year for HBO Max they said anything we release theatrically we're going to release same day HBO Max so Dune mm-hmm. was one of those so they a lot of those movies didn't do big in the box office but I think because Dune was so award prestigious that they're like oh yeah you got part two yeah no it was problem. it was so good definitely uh, Florence Pugh added to the cast for part two yeah yeah King Richard very good, based on the story of Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah, and Will Smith Richard. knocks it out the park. Yes, who coaches them. Uh, another HBO Max movie. Uh, Licorice Pizza. No, okay, you saw it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I saw it with my girlfriend. Um, she didn't really get it. She's not like a movie junkie like me. I I loved it. I loved the casting. Yeah. I loved... It is... A, Paul Thomas Anderson is so specific with his... Yeah taste and tone that yeah if you don't get it it's it's hard to get in his his vibe <clears throat> but you know this is him returning to form back to the san fernando valley where he grew up like boogie nights magnolia punch drunk love all took place in the san fernando valley so this is him going back to his roots i loved it and a great soundtrack nightmare alley was nominated wait wait before we move on oh, yeah sorry the whole scene with them running out of gas and the gas crisis <laughs> now that was so nerve-wracking but it's done so well yeah like with the ga- crazy guy who's barbara streisland's like <laughs> was it her Brad- husband bradley cooper as john peters yeah that yeah. was so good like the tension of that entire like oh that scene it was so yeah. good yeah yeah it is a that movie's a very just collection of events uh that's uh very cool to see yeah yeah that was good i loved it sorry you can move you can move on okay um nightmare alley you know uh every del toro movie is going to be an oscar contender now since when he won first automatic uh, the shape of water and uh this is a perfectly good movie would i have put it in the top 10 no but it's still good and worth watching i think it's a remake of a 1947 film nightmare alley um the power of the dog is the front runner which would make it the first Netflix film to win Best Picture. Hmm. The new Jane Campion movie, who I believe hasn't made a movie in like 12 years. Um, I watched, I rewatched the first hour last night. I don't care for this movie. I think the pacing <laughs> is bad. I tried to get it's into very it. very slow. This is a, a hard movie again, too. But it's one of those, maybe it's, this is how people feel about licorice pizza. Like, if you get it, you love it. If you don't, then it's not your cup of tea. <laughs> it was not my cup of tea. Gotcha. Um, West Side Story. How do you feel about that? Oh, loved West Side Story. Very much my cup of tea. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was high on my, my top ten list. 1961 film. Uh, Stephen uh, Sondheim, of course, was the lyricist. Probably the most famous lyricist mm-hmm. of all time. Did stuff like Gypsy, Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods. Um, so... 
you know, if that movie did win, it would be like, oh, the 61 film won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting for kind of a, a remake or re-adaptation to win Best Picture. I don't think it will, but it definitely deserves. I'm very sad I haven't seen this movie yet. All the... I was going to see it on opening night, but yeah. well, I told you I wasn't able to. Yeah, hey, it's okay. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's also on HBO. Yes, it's I need to there. watch that. Um, so those are the nominees now. Victor, uh, go for that. Okay, so as you know, there used to be five nominees for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Traditionally. So I always like to think, what would the five have been? Right. And really, I think it would have been Belfast, Dune, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Hmm. Um, so, anyways, okay. Now we're going to move on to Best Director, which there are five about. Um, also, for uh, speaking of Best Picture, Sad did not see Tick Tick Boom there. Very much Very love Tick Tick Boom. I, I'm kind of sad it did not get enough love. Yeah, I would have put that above half of those <laughs> nominated I mean, movies. I would have put that in like Take best picture. Yeah, and, like, the fact it's not in best picture like is kind of weird for me. Yeah, and um, I know it was for director is Lin Manuel Miranda's first film. I would I would have nominated him for best director. <laughs> that movie's so Same. well directed. <laughs> but I get that it's tough for a debut director. Yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing yeah. movie. So we got Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, which would be uh, my vote, because it's such a personal film for for Kenneth, just based on his own life mm-hmm. growing up in Ireland. Um, and where is that streaming again? That's uh, on. Oh, I don't know where is it streaming. Where did I see that? Oh, I torrent a lot of things. <laughs> so, so bad. <laughs> I torrented that so one. So bad. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. Um, I, I actually stream these films so that I can support the industry. <laughs> yes, you're very legal that way. Or I see it in theaters. Well, I will say I do torrent films that I can't find in the U.S. Because yeah. like I love foreign films, especially like Chinese Hong Kong cinema yeah. and Japanese cinema. And there's a lot. You can't really find some of the films streaming. Look, I only torrent if I can't find it. Okay. Respect. Drive My Car I could find. Directed by... Ryusuke Hamaguchi. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Drive my car. A um, little surprised to see him on the list and not uh, Denny Villeneuve. Only because Drive My Car felt like this last minute addition that um, most people were not able to see it. And then right when Oscar nominations came out, it's like, whoa, all this life for Drive My Car. I think they nominated it because of Parasite. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That could be why. But Parasite was such, such an amazing film. It was, yes. It was phenomenal. Yes, I, I liked it much more than Drive My Car, which is a very, it was almost three hours. And yeah. it is a bit of a slog, even though it's good. That's another th- thing. So I had to torrent a lot of Korean cinema. Mm-hmm. Because, like, only now, outside of, like, K-dramas, Korean cinema is being included on streaming platforms in the U.S. Yeah. So now I have I have a like a um, a VPN thing. Express VPN, yeah. Me too. No, I got <laughs> that too. I had Nord VPN <laughs> so that I could like stream some of the foreign films. Yeah. Legally. Yes. Yeah, so um, but I think torrenting is if you're not selling it, it's kind of yeah. like you're just sharing. Right. But support the industry, people. Yeah. No. Um, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, of course, Licorice Pizza nominated. 
deserves um, it. PTA is overdue for a win. You know, so I, I think he will win at some point in his career. PTA, that's your nickname for him? <laughs> that's everyone's nickname for him. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, his best Oscar move was probably There Will Be Blood. And it mm-hmm. came out the same year as No Country for Old Men. Yep. So that's swept. And, like, of course, the Coens were long overdue as well. Yes. So it's, you can't be mad at that. But PTA will get his due eventually. But probably not for this movie. Because Jane Champ- Jane Campion, Power of the Dog, is the front runner. She's the first woman to receive two Best Director Oscar nominations. Her first film in 12 years. Her film The nice. Piano did win back in the day. Uh, and she has one for screenplay, but not yet for directing. I haven't seen her films. Um, I've only seen those two. I've seen In the Cut. I think I've only seen those three of her films. And, of course, a little guy named Steven Spielberg, newcomer. Oh, that guy. Yeah, West yeah. Side Story. He was nominated. He's the first person to be nominated for Best Director in six consecutive decades. I think I've seen all of his films. Did you know? I have. Yeah, I have as well. Six consecutive decades. For example, Jaws. From the 70s. Phenomenal. Raiders of the Lost Ark from the 80s. Schindler's List from the 90s. Okay, wait, wait. What's your favorite Indiana Jones film? Oh, How do you rank one, them? Raiders. Raiders is your first? Oh, absolutely. Raiders, then Last Crusade, then Temple of Doom. Then I'm like... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm Last Crusade, Raiders, really? and then That's Temple of Doom. That's a hot take, people. Wow. Well, okay. the, you can't, the chemistry between Sean Connery yeah. and Harrison Ford... It's like father and son. It's so iconic. It is, and it's you know it's it's funnier. It's probably more more whimsy. But, but I know that like Raiders is so epic. Raiders is like the favorite for everyone. Yeah. I mean they have like the iconic boulder scene. Yeah. The arc scene. Um, the what's the female the lead? Um, it, well, Karen Allen. She was like the first yeah. strong female lead. Without having to try. Yeah. Like, she's a badass. You know she's a badass. Exactly, she's, yeah. like, Indy's equal in every way. But she doesn't have to, like, say it. It's not... They don't... It's never on the nose. Mm. It's done so well. So, I love... I love Raiders for that reason. Whereas, yeah. like, Temple of Doom is the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is, is yeah. Very wacky. Goes yeah. Broke. Very fun. Um, Short round saves that film. Barely. Yeah, he, he, he he's does. like carrying that film on his shoulders. <laughs> no time for love, Doctor Jones. Yes. Um, but yeah, so obviously Schindler's List in the '90s was nominated. Munich in the 2000s mm-hmm. was nominated. Lincoln in the 2010s was nominated. Mm-hmm. And of course, West Side Story now, 2021. So he's doing very well. And his next movie is. Uh, the Noblemans, which is autobiographical. Looking forward to that. Which one? That's uh, it's called The Noblemans. It's Spielberg's next movie, hmm. which is about him growing up in Arizona as a kid. All right, moving on to Best Actor, we have Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. Mm-hmm. He played Desi Arnaz in that movie, a movie that wasn't that good, mm-hmm. an Aaron Sorkin movie. Um, you know. Would have loved to have seen um, Peter Dinklage was very good in Cyrano. Would have enjoyed to see him get nominated, or even Daniel Craig in No Time to Die. So I think I I'm very him. sad that a lot of people are not giving No Time to Die the love it deserves. 
Yeah, for being the final Daniel Craig. It was done so good. Like I choked up a little bit at the end. Like yeah. I I kind of felt it coming. <laughs> They've never killed off a Bond. They no. They've never they, killed off a Bond. Yeah. And they were ballsy. Yeah, and the reason why he had to die, the reason he had to stay, that was Yeah. And for a movie to be so delayed and still live up to the hype uh was like, wow, this really delivered. Yeah. The cast was solid. Yeah. The cast was solid. Um, yeah. So, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Um, you know, he uh, plays a rancher named Phil Burbank in 1925, Montana. You know, he's, he's doing the cowboy thing. He's doing the accent. I have a really bad he's reason why good. I haven't watched this film. What? So, I wanted to watch this film. It was on my to-watch list. And the same time, one of my friends were hitting me up like, you need to watch Yellowstone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so weirdly, weirdly enough, I picked Montana Yellowstone <laughs> over watching The Power of the Dog. But I need to watch The Power of the Dog. I need to watch it before the Oscars. It's worth watching just because it's gonna win. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I don't think Benedict will win, but it's a, it's, it's a very deserving nomination. He's you think it'll win Best Director though? I do. Yeah. Okay. He he is uh, good in it. Okay. Um, my favorite, though, Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom. I want him to win. I really want him to win this year. That's who I would I mean, for. he is like my, this year, he's like my favorite actor. I mean, just like his journey yeah. to where he is now. I mean, in one year, he comes back as Spider-Man, and then he hit, knocks out of the park as The, the Eyes of Tammy Faye, he was good in as well. Which one? The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I need to watch that. Yeah, I haven't watched good it. good in that. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Spider-Man and Tick, Tick, Boom, where he plays Jonathan Larson. And he's also co- he's also great in the World War Two movie where he plays the medic. Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Yeah. So he he's like an underrated actor, I believe. So I'm hoping he gets he the love he deserves this year. He's very consistent. And this was sort of the. But I to- I'm torn because of the next two, and I love the next two. <laughs> okay, I just want to say he played Jonathan Larson, who created the musical Rent. Uh, yes. Which I the movie not very good, but. Is a very beloved uh, musical. Tick, Tick, he Boom, does a though, fun- very good movie. He does a phenomenal job in Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes, he does. You forget you're watching Andrew Garfield. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's very good. Uh, Will Smith for King Richard, who is the frontrunner. And uh, I would love to see Will Smith win an Oscar. As he should be the frontrunner. As much as I want Andrew Garfield to win this year, I feel like Will Smith is overdue. He's long overdue, and this this feels like a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, just for decades of great work. So to see, yeah. But then he's going up. He's going up against a legendary actor who's next. (laughs) And I watched this film, and he's phenomenal in the film. Yes, we're talking about Denzel Washington and the tragedy of Macbeth. Denzel, who has won two Oscars before, um, so that's probably why he won't win. Just because he's <laughs> fingers crossed, you're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> you're hoping. Yes. Also, like Denzel, I think he's good, but he's always good. So he kind of gets punished for so, always. So being I good. watched this 1992 movie called Ricochet, uh-huh. and he plays this like cop who becomes a DA, and he's surrounded about like iconic like 90s actors. Like not ev- not everyone's like taking the film like super seriously mm-hmm. but the every scene Denzel's in you're like this dude is like magnetic 
Yes. He's <laughs> knocking it out of the park. He's I'm taking it. Him. He's giving it 100% every single scene. And so, like, there's, like, this scene close to the end where he's climbing these, like, towers. And he's, like, pretending to lose his mind to throw the killer off. And so he's doing all this, like, crazy stuff that you don't usually see Denzel do. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like this dude is like he's taking this seriously now. Now I'm like I want to see I want to see more Denzel where he can like play pretend in the movie not mm-hmm. really be but pretend to be unhinged. Yeah, because he did it so well in this movie. Like I've seen him sort of doing in some other films. Yeah. There was this one that had to do with like demon possession, oh. possession people, and he was like a cop or something. I saw it when I was a kid. I want to watch it again. Remember John Q? Um, John Q was intense. <laughs> um, there was another film I saw recently with him in it that was really good. Uh, there's another older film, um, Training Day. Oh, Training Day, of course. Dude, him as a villain. He can play the hero, Classic. he can be- play the villain, he can do both well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In Training Day. Um, I didn't love the tragedy of Macbeth, uh, as good as Denzel is, because it's, it's, it's very minimalistic. I, th- I think when the I movie watched, in itself, I feel the same way. I was looking for something more cinematic, like because some location. The cinematography I loved at times. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, I loved Hamlet by Kenneth Braun. Yeah. And I felt yeah. if they went that direction with Macbeth, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, give me bigger locations. I feel like more that way scenery, more they could have still done the black and white, mm-hmm. but if they did it more like Hamlet. I think people would have been raving about it. It would have been the film. Yeah. But not to say it was a bad film in any way. No, not at all. But, yeah. So that leads us to Best Actress. Okay. Uh, Fun fact, none of these films are nominated for Best Picture. Um, And I haven't seen any of these. I'm looking. (laughs) There's three on here that a few of my friends have strongly recommended that I've seen. That's Being the Ricardos, Spencer, and The Lost Daughter. Yeah, um, two that I would have liked to see is Alana Haim from Licorice Pizza, I thought was so good. Considering she was, it was her, her debut film. She carried the film. Yeah. Like, I liked the male lead. He was good. He was magnetic. But something about her, she yeah. was just like... It's really her film. Yeah. And I didn't know the band Haim or her at all and I thought I was just blown away by this first time oh really yeah I didn't know so I was into I knew of it so a job that I do on the side mm-hmm. is I work with this like autistic um, young adult mm-hmm. and his favorite band is Haim really okay so like I listened to Haim a little bit growing up but him reintroduced me to Haim and I was like I really like this band I really like their music and so then when I when I saw um, Licorice Pizza, pizza mm-hmm. before I saw it, I made that connection. And so yeah. I was like, oh. It's the three sisters, right, yeah. After I saw the movie, I, I saw a few of their music videos, which mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson directed some of them. And she's great. And, and also this woman, Jodie Comer, who was in both. She was in The Last Duel and in Free Guy. And Free she's, she's going to be in everything now. This, this Jodie Comer so I thought oh would have been nice to have seen her nominated for The Last Duel but who we got is Jessica Chastain the actor Tammy Faye she's an incredible actress yeah she I think is she's the front runner but she's kind of an unlikely front runner because yeah. this wasn't a huge movie um, 
but she's very good in it, and this also feels a little like a Lifetime Achievement Award. I need to see it. You know, she's... Chastain's 44, so it's like, do it now before she starts to slow down. I don't, think she's, I don't think she'll slow down, though. Well, hopefully not. You know. Like, I, I've kind of followed her career. I've seen a lot of her movies, and she always delivers. And I feel like... As she gets older, she'll she'll be one of those actors that is just still knocking it out of the park. I hope so. She'll like have that Meryl Streep career, just yeah, Meryl Streep going. Yeah, um, we got Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, mm-hmm. oh, which was a pretty good movie. Coleman has been uh, she's gotten three nominations in four years, so she just won for The Favorite back in twenty nineteen. So she's good, but she's also always good. <laughs> it's one of those things. So I don't think she'll be winning. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. I did not see that movie. It's a Spanish-language movie, so sorry, Penelope. Nicole Kidman, being the Ricardos. Uh, she mm-hmm. played Lucille Ball, of course. She won the Golden Globe. Um, she probably was the first frontrunner until the Chastain started winning everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I thought she would have been the frontrunner. She was you think very. So? She was amazing. But I think this is going to be the first of many nominations for Christian Stewart, her yeah. as Princess Diane. I think it would be good for her if she wins this, because then she can finally shake off Twilight. Yeah, I she's think, like, I got the credibility. I think because, like, her and I Patterson are peers. Yeah. great actors. I mean, Patterson's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. and But, like, it's been so hard for them to shake off Twilight. Like, I love the Batman. She's been well-praised in, in so many things, though. Mm, see, by... Cinephiles, she yes. A lot of indie stuff, though, yeah. But by the general audience, like, right. her and Patterson of just like, okay, so I saw this movie starring Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. I think it's called The King. Oh yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? The King, right? Or is it called The Crown? I think it's The King. And Robert Patterson's in that, and he's phenomenal. He's yes, that's right. He disappears into mm-hmm. his role. He delivers incredibly. And that fight scene, <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. so so gritty, so real. Yeah. So I was always hoping that Kristen Stewart, because I've always liked her, and mm-hmm. like people always like, oh, she's so deadpan, she's so one dimensional, like she's a horrible actress, she should stop acting. And I'm like, I feel like she needs to just get good roles, and then people will see she can actually, she's an incredible actress. Yeah. But. So, I mean, the victory here, I guess, is the nominations. The first nomination, but definitely not the last. So. Um, all right. So, Best Supporting Actor. Okay. There we go. Uh, we're talking Licorice Pizza. I would have liked to see Bradley Cooper get nominated because mm-hmm. he was so funny as John Peters. Uh, it is a very small part. So I can see why he did it, but I think, you know, like SAG, he was nominated, these other categories. Bradley Cooper is um, a great actor. I loved him in, like, um, Civil Linings Playbook, and mm-hmm. I loved him in, um, I am having, my brain is just, you know, um, opposite of Lady Gaga. Star is Born. Star is Born, <laughs> yes. Yes, which she also directed. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I would have enjoyed that. I also would have liked... This guy, uh, Mike Faced, who played Riff in West Side Story, was excellent hmm. as Riff, and he should have been nominated. 
Instead, we got Syrian Hines for Belfast, one of those character actors that's just in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Kotzer in Coda. He's the front runner, which would make him the first deaf actor to win. Um, Jesse Plemons, The Power of the Dog. Uh, he's great in it, and he's been great in everything. He's one of the most consistent mm-hmm. working actors right now. Did not realize that he was dating Kirsten Dunst in real life. Really? <laughs> that Della was nominated, yeah. I just learned that recently. I guess they met on the TV show Fargo. Kirsten Dunst, she's she's trying to get in um, Spider-Man. She wants mm-hmm. to be... She wants to surprise um, her role as Mary Jane, an older Mary Jane. Hey. Jesse Plemons, he started in um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's right. He was great in Breaking Bad, and then now he's like popping up in everything, and he's good in everything he's been in since. Yes, he's he was great in this movie. Um, I'm thinking of ending things as well. So uh, Jay- he's in Game Night. He has a f- okay. funny role in Game Night. <laughs> that's right, he was in Game Night. Yes. Um, yeah, so happy with that, Nom. Uh, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, he was very good. Um, um, he would be mm-hmm. like my second place. Yeah, very charming in that movie. Cody Smith McPhee, or Smith McPhee, Power of the Dog. He's the member, he played Nightcrawler in a few of those X Men movies. Oh, yes. That kid. Um, I'm a little surprised to see him nominated. I didn't think it was that good. And he's only 25, so I don't know. He's lucky he got nominated. <laughs> so harsh. I know. Okay, I would have cut him and put in Mike Faced or Bradley Cooper. Okay, that brings us to Best Supporting Actress. Um, now, this is a long shot, but I kind of wanted uh, Vanessa Hudgens from Tick, Tick, Boom to get nominated. I thought she was so good in that. But Yeah, I don't think she would have got nominated. She did great, but no. like... I think yeah. I just liked the return of Vanessa Hudgens and yeah, she was amazing in really it. Good, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got Jessie Buckley from The Lost Daughter. She was pretty good in that. She was great in that movie I mentioned. I'm thinking of ending things. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana DeBoyce, West Side Story. She's definitely the front runner. So she plays Anita, and Rita Moreno won the Oscar for playing Anita in the original West Side Story. So it would be two actresses winning for the same role if hmm. she won. Judy Dench in Belfast. Hey, Dench is always good. Dench could play that role in her sleep. I she, love Judy Dench. She's always good. I grew up watching her as a kid, so yeah. She's like a special actress to like me and my siblings who are great in films. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up watching Judy Dench. Oh yeah. She's awesome. Um Kirsten Dunst the Power of the Dog. That would be my vote. I think she's great in that. I need to see it. And I just, I'd love to see her win. As someone who grew up since like Jumanji watching Kirsten Dunst and stuff, just always loved her. Kirsten Dunst is always like MJ for me. Yeah. Always MJ. Yeah. The iconic scenes. She's like, yeah. And um, I'm going to butcher this name. Anujani. Anujani Ellis. Uh, King Richard. Uh, she plays, he's, she's the wife of King Richard. Mm-hmm. The mother of Venus and, and Serena in that movie. She's very good in this as well. So that brings us to original screenplay. Now, this is going to be interesting year. Um, Belfast is nominated, and I'd love to see... Everybody's going win. crazy over Belfast. I need to see Belfast. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's just a delight. Um, you know, don't look up. If that movie wins, I'll jump off a cliff. <laughs> 
Don't look up better not win. <laughs> I will throw eggs at Adam McKay's house. King Richard, it just has no traction, but was a good screenplay. Um, Licorice Pizza, I think. You don't think King Richard will win? No, original screenplay. As, you know, perfectly good screenplay. Um, but as an original screenplay, I can see that. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. pick it as my winner. But I th- would pick the next one, though. Yeah, I think for Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson has never won an Oscar. And this, this could be his year yeah. if he wins. And I think him, he's like a writer first. So I think he would enjoy winning for screenplay. Okay, quick question. How do you feel about us being comic book nerds? Yes. How do you be about none of the MC, MCU or Marvel DC films, none of those films being considered for Oscars? How do you feel <laughs> about any that? categories? <laughs> um... Because we had some I'm, good ones. That's true. I'm mostly fine with it. I mean, Walking Phoenix won for Joker. Yes, that was well deserved. Yeah, Marvel suffers, I guess, from sameness a little bit. Mm-hmm. So hard to single out. They one. played a little. I mean, like post RDJ, mm-hmm. they've kind of been playing it safe. Like I, I right. would hope that they would like, like. DC Warner Brothers is a mess. Yeah. But like The Batman by Matt Reeves, amazing. Joaquin Phoenix Joker, amazing. Yeah. And if I don't feel like we've got anything tonally like that f- from Marvel. Right. Yeah. They're very they have their formula and their universe and how it fits together. That's supposedly supposedly going to change with Moon Knight, but Moon Knight is a show, not a movie. Correct. So, yeah. Um. So, how do you feel about that, though? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm I'm fine with it because I don't know really what I would nominate them for, other than a bunch of the technical awards. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. stuff like score and visual effects. But like production. Bat Reeves, I mean, sorry, Bat Bat Reeves. <laughs> Bat Reeves. Matt Reeves, Batman would be something you would consider, though. I would consider that even for like cinematography, yeah, and maybe some production design. I think a few that I think a few of the actors may get nominated. I mean, maybe not Patterson, but I think like um, Colin Farrell may get nominated. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening, and I can um, Paul Dano as the Riddler could possibly get nominated. All right, well now you're pushing it. A lot of people don't like him as a Riddler, but I think he did. He did good. I mean, he made choices. He did. He did. He did make choices. He made the choice to conceal his face until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Which could have been a bad decision, maybe. I feel like he's such a great actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe if people could see his face throughout the film. I don't know. Like, for me, I'm a very visual person. Um, also, my imagination is very visual. So, for me, I really lost myself in the film. Yeah. And I really loved it, but... If yeah, Marvel has Marvel films are not bad by any means, but if, I feel like if Zack Snyder's Justice League qualified, I think that could have visual effects. Visual effects? Yeah, yeah. I thought the effects were excellent. Um, I think Man of St- I think Henry Cavill's Man of Steel and Man of Steel should have gotten more love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I think Licorice Pizza will win. You think so? Play, yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, the worst person in the world. Uh, also, a very good movie that was from Norway. Um, nice to see that get nominated, but don't think it will win. Which brings us to adapted screenplay. Uh, Coda, which is a remake of a 2014 oh, French I could, film. I could see the worst person in the world today at uh, the Lemling. You could. I could see that today. It's uh, it's, it's very good. Um, Drive My Car, which is a, a three-hour movie based on a short story. Um, I could I, th- I don't know who the frontrunner is for this category, but I could see Drive My Car winning. The Academy loves an underdog. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dialogue in the movie. It's very well written. Big win for Japan if it does. Dune, um, which is you know based on the Frank Herbert novel as mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dune, I I hope. Doesn't Dune feel a little bit Scream- like half a film though? No, no. <laughs> so for a lot of my friends who I think felt that way, is. I thought the screenplay was amazing. Yeah. And I felt like, yes, they could have they could have played it safe and went the popcorn flick route. Mm-hmm. Throwing a bit more explosions here, more action that to get like the casual movie ga- goer, the casual movie goer yeah. more engaged. But I felt like you went the art house route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I for a big budget film to do that, gutsy. Yeah. I loved every second of it. I loved all the dialogue. Every dialogue scene I felt like was like, I like a Jason meal for Momoa me. In it. He was funny. He was really good. Yeah. He was not the usual <laughs> Jason Momoa. Like he pulled out his, you, yeah, he was good. Um, yeah. The um, mom character was great, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh yeah, she was yeah. she was amazing. Um, Zendaya's gonna have a bigger role in the sequel. Sequel, yeah. so that's gonna be interesting to see. She was good, and she was not really present, but she was magnetic in her scenes. Yeah. Um, Timmy Lachamalai did really good as a lead. The sandworms were very good. Yeah, really good you know who really did it for me though. Who? He didn't have that major roles. Um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac was phenomenal, <laughs> of course, but not him. No, oh, okay. it was. I didn't get his in, his name's escaping me. I have to look it up. He plays the villain, the dude who's like mm. the. He has oh, a, is that a Skarsgård? Yeah, Selen Skarsgård. Yeah, he was so good. I, that was good. I really very menacing. Yeah, yeah. That movie the, was good. The, I don't the, have any complaints yeah. about that movie. I don't. I don't either. the The main reason I can see it not winning is because, like, well, this isn't the full story. Yet. It's like that's my only complaint. Thing. Is like I would have been fine with this coming out and then being like part two in six months. Yeah, you can see it in theaters. <laughs> or yeah. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to lose steam though. I don't think no. it's going to lose steam. I mean, we'll definitely get I mean, like, yeah. Josh Brolin was good in it too. Um, Bautista really trying to work his acting chops and demand respect. Yeah. So we'll see. He he wants to be considered as a good. serious actor. Yeah. His last his last few films, you see him. You see him like really. really yeah. Trying. It's gonna be hard yeah. for um, him to like get that respect that he wants. He has to move away from comedies. I feel. Yeah. He needs to do that. Oh well, he's got, he's got one more Guardians of the Galaxy, so yeah. So, um, did you see Army of the Dead? Oh yeah, he was so good in that. He was so good in that. Yes, that proved that he's a leading man. That film, I it's man. not a genre that's like a favorite for a lot of people, um, but it became one of my favorite zombie films. Yeah, I mean, Twenty Eight Days Later is my all-time favorite. 
And one of the best opening credit sequences yes. ever. <laughs> I mean, it caught you up with all the characters. All of a sudden, you had an emotional connection to all of the characters. They like, should give an honorary Oscar for opening credits. They should, they should, they should. <laughs> I mean, that movie is not going to win any awards, but it was a good movie. It was. Uh, okay, The Lost Daughter was based on a 2006 novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Power of the Dog, of course, based on a 1967 Thomas Savage novel. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm. My guess is uh, Drive My Car would be. Do you think Drive My Car is going to win? Spread. Yeah, I don't know that the screenplay of Power of the Dog was that great. Okay. Uh, okay, animated feature. <laughs> uh, we got Encanto. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it too. Don't be surprised <laughs> so if it fun. doesn't win. Like the only other, fil- there's another film on here that I could think could compete against it. Mm-hmm. But I think that Encanto has it. Yeah, it was it was it was a great year for Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes, <laughs> to say the least. He had In the Heights, Tick Tick Boom, and, and Encanto. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't stop that momentum, man. Can't. Um, flee. Uh, I'm gonna order some food. Are you, are you hungry? Um, sure. We can yeah. go like. Um, I'm yeah. gonna order yeah. vegan food though. Oh, but I can order from I can order from a place that has the option for regular food. Not all vegan food is terrible. But um, yeah. I'm gonna cut this part out though. <laughs> don't, you <laughs> don't you dare! Don't you dare! Don't be hating on vegans. Okay, let's move forward. So Encanto next. Okay, is next is Flea, Flea? Which, which was, uh, I believe, a Danish animated film slash documentary. Mm-hmm. So it was it was actually nominated for three things: animation, documentary, and, and international. Mm-hmm. It's good. Luca, that was the Pixar offering. I loved Luca. Have you seen Luca? I did. Luca's uh, was very enjoyable, very light. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last year, Soul won, which I like Soul a lot more than Luca. Hmm. Um, but Luca's fine, which is one reason I think Encanto will win, because Pixar just won. Um, you would like this next one, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. I saw it. Yeah, it was surprisingly fun? a lot of fun. It was very fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. That's a Lord and Miller produced movie. Yeah, it was good. So, Sony Pictures getting in the game there. And uh, lastly, uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, so which is Disney playing to the Chinese market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good year for Aquafina. She had a voice in that. And uh, Shang-Chi. People, a lot of people said, well, Ryan the Last Dragon, that's like the last airbender, which I never saw the last airbender, but I'm like, okay. Anyways. The last airbender, um, I could... S- the animated show. The animated show, I felt like, is a lot better than Raya. Yeah. Yeah. And if they, if they did like, if they did the animated show with that level of animation, it would yeah. be so good. So good. Yeah. All right. Moving on to documentary feature. I only saw two of these. Um, Ascension, that's about the Chinese dream through the social classes. Attica is a look at the 1971 Attica uprising in New York. Mm-hmm. Flea, of course, is you know a gay man in Afghanistan who flees to Denmark. Uh, Summer of Soul, that I saw. That was excellent. That was Questlove's movie about the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. I need found to see all that. this archive footage that. of this this festival and did a lot of interviews and talking heads and stuff. And uh, Writing with Fire, 
which is a okay. a new agency in India run by women. So. International feature. Um, so we got Lou Nana, which I didn't see. Uh, Flea, which was fine. The Hand of God, that was an Italian movie. Drive My Car, which I believe is the front runner because it was also nominated for Best Picture. Worst Person in the World, which is very funny. Nori movie. Strong second choice. Mm. That's the international feature. I'm pretty sure Drive My Car is going to win. Yeah. Like, Production I haven't design. seen it, but I've read up yeah. on it. I, and just, it's like a favorite. Yeah, I think so I'm like pretty it. sure it's going to win. Production design. Ooh. We got Dune. Great sci-fi. Yes. Movie. The production design. design on that was amazing. Yes. I'm predicting Dune will win a lot of the technical awards. Yeah. Nightmare Alley, which is good. It's the 1940s carnival type stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Power of the Dog, you know, Western, but not mm-hmm. that great production design. Tragedy of Macbeth. Incredible production design. production design. Yeah. 17th century Scotland. Um, West Side Story. Great, but not groundbreaking. It's 1950s. I think Dune, uh, Dune's going to take this. Yeah, I think Dune. I mean, Dune was f- phenomenal. I mean, what they had to work off with was the original Dune, mm-hmm. which was like... Not that great. Yeah. I mean, the, the, film, yeah. the sci-fi movies around that time had way better production design than that in Dune's it. Is, it. Yes. I mean, just think of, like, Star Wars. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, what year did Dune come out again? The original one? Uh, 84, I think. Did they come out around the same time as um, Blade Runner? Yeah, Blade Runner was, right, it was, like, 79, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, yeah. yeah. I think Dune's going to win. Yes, I do too. Which brings us to costume design. Ooh, here we go. I'm a man of fashion. Think. So, you are. You're a man of fashion. I could really appreciate the first one. I think it's going to win. Yeah, this is kind of. It feels like a long shot, but Corella. Corella has to win. Corella. I mean, there was a the lot costume of design was amazing. There's a lot of costumes. That whole movie is costumes. But I, I know it has some tough contenders. I mean, you have... I'm not mad at it. If it I was. haven't seen Serrano. Yeah. That was fine, but it's like, well, we've seen it. We've seen this era. But I think I think it's going to be between, between Corella and Dune. Dune? Strong second choice. A lot of costumes, but sometimes sci-fi costumes can be a little plain. And so I think Dunes are good. Yeah. Like, the, the costumes... Maybe, like, when they're out in the sand... Little nose things and whatnot, yeah. like that's yeah. to make that like palatable. Mm-hmm. For, they they could have gone they could have gone wrong with it. Yeah, but I think I liked it. It was it was done yeah. good. But I do want Corella to win. <laughs> well, the Dune costumes are a little forgettable because they're so like functional and and they they make so much sense. Corella is just so much fun. With, yeah, with their costume. Yeah, they you know, had a lot of fun. Like Nightmare Alley's fine. West Side Story. That's just period. Forties yeah. and fifties. So, Corella could win. Be a big win for Disney. Um, cinematography. Cinematography. We got Dune. Cinematography was amazing. Greg Fraser shot that. Nightmare movie. Alley. Nightmare Alley. I mean, it good, but probably not. Not a lot of heat with that movie. The Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog could win. It could be a very raw, raw. We love woman year. Ari Wenger is the only woman to be nominated. Well, a lot of women have been getting ignored. And then they just get swept up until a lot of the women who are not really performing want their attention. 
and then the women who are really performing and knocking out of the park just get looked over which right. yeah i mean I'm, i i won't be mad if any of these people win cinematography yeah um, power dog may have that momentum of just picking up everything tragedy macbeth what do you think very good but i just don't think there's a lot of heat on that movie enough to yeah i think the cinematography was phenomenal but i don't yes. know if it's gonna be dune right um uh, you know west side stories you know this is the guy that spielberg's been working with for 19 movies mm-hmm. he's always good so i'm predicting dune for cinematography i'm gonna get a snack okay which brings us to editing uh, don't look up. Shouldn't win anything, so <laughs> including editing. Yeah. Plus, comedies really win editing anyway. Um, Dune. I think just the pacing is might be a little too slow. You think so? Yeah. Uh, King Richard has very good editing. A lot of great tennis sequences in that. That could easily win. Power of the Dog just you know might have that momentum, but it's also a very slow movie. Um, my vote would be Tick Tick Boom. I think the editing in that the editing movie was really good. It's phenomenal. It was really good. Like, oh, it's kinetic. It's mesmerizing. A lot of the musical numbers, the, the pacing of that movie is crazy. How good it is! It's so sorry, I'm snacking right now. Wow, very Can't hear me snacking on the podcast. <laughs> All right, makeup and hairstyling coming to America. <laughs> Haven't seen it. A movie that's not great, but fun to see Eddie Murphy return to his old characters. Do you think they're going to win? Yeah, there's there's some there's one scene where he has all this old age makeup because he goes to a barber shop that he used oh, to go yeah, to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy plays multiple roles in yeah, that. Yeah, so it's Eddie playing multiple guys. Yeah, in they the may win shop. that. And it's fun cuz like Cruella But Dune, okay. Skarsgård in Dune. That's true. He does have good makeup. Isa Tammy Faye is like okay. You know, House of Gucci. Just the, the accents were too bad. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Coming to America has some uh, momentum in that category. Okay, next one. Um, sound. Best sound. You're a sound guy. Uh, Belfast. Okay, good sound. Dune. Dune will probably win. I think that's the front runner for sound, even. You think so? I think so. Um, no time to die. I think. No, I think is it close for me personally? I think it's Dune or No Time to Die. Yes, I would vote for No Time to Die. That, the that, sound that in, the sound in No Time to Die was amazing. It was amazing. The sound design was phenomenal. Yeah, that, that would get my vote. Um, Power of the Dog, you know, sound. West Side Story, okay. Probably Dune will win. Visual effects. Hey, no love for the Suicide Squad. Come on. I had great visual sad. effects. Uh, Dune. Dune has a lot of momentum. Could easily win visual effects. Mm. Uh, Free Guy. Very fun movie. Visual effects on Free Guy, I think, are more impressive. I mean, like they really w- want all out than Dune. Yeah. While, while I love Dune, I think Free Guy would take it. Yeah. Over Dune. But my yeah. choice to win, fingers crossed, the fanboy in me hoping is the last one. We're get there. We're get there. I won't skip ahead. I won't skip ahead. Okay. Uh, yes, free guy would also get my vote. No time to die. Has some good effects in that. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi. 
you know, has some good effects. The Legend of the Ten Rings. And the little movie called Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, my pick to win. <laughs> the special effects, I think, visual effects, yeah. I think that, I would, I would hope that Spider-Man No Way Home would win. Yeah. You know, you're right. I'm changing my vote to Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, they, they, yes. they should home. Even though I'm not a member of the Academy. Um, Why is... Great. Okay, maybe... Um, I'm looking at scores now. Score. And We're moving on don't to the look score up category. is the first is on there. Yes, don't look up. Doesn't deserve to win. And nowhere, no time to die is not even on there. Not even on there. Um, I don't know. So who, don't Dune, look up. Was not. This, Dune has this guy named Hans Zimmer who did the score. He may take it. He's, he's uh, tough to beat. Yeah, he is. Tough to beat the Hans Zimmer of it all. Yeah. Um. Encanto, very rare for an animated film to get best score. But the That's songs impressive. were amazing. It was. But and I think the scores were good. her going up against... Sorry, her. You have to say her name. Jermaine... Um, mm-hmm. Jermaine Franco. Jermaine Franco. Mm-hmm. Going up against Hans Zimmer, I think... Well, I haven't seen the... I haven't yeah. seen Parallel Mothers or The Power of the Dog. So I would think that it would come down to Dune or Encanto. If Don't Look Up wins... I'm going to find two cliffs to jump off of. I don't even know why they're on the list. If I hope an asteroid hits me if Don't Look Up wins. <laughs> uh, now, Power of the Dog. So Johnny Greenwood, he was the guitarist for Radiohead. Mm-hmm. And PTA had him score There Will Be I Blood. I really need to see that movie. There now. Will Be Blood. Remember that movie? Yes. So that was his first score. And then PTA has used him. A couple times, including Licorice Pizza, and he also did the score for Spencer and Power of the Dogs. So we had a good year. He did three big movies. Mm-hmm. Scored this guitarist from Radiohead. Kind of cool. All right, uh, song. All right. Um, interestingly enough, we don't talk about Bruno was not nominated, which is very interesting. Even though it's like the number one Disney song right now on the it charts. Is. You know, people love that song. So you know, with that not being there, you already know who's going to win. Well, we have uh, Beyonce's song, Be Alive, from King Richard. Mm-hmm. How hard we had to fight to be alive. It feels so, so, so good. I got all my sisters by my side. I got all my sisters by my side. Black off if I try. Black off if I try. Black off if I try. We have the Encanto song, Dose. Oh man, I'm a bad Mexican. You've been in California longer than me. <laughs> and yes, in your purpose, <laughs> represent your people. I know, I'm ashamed of my people. Uh, Dos Orejitas. We'll just go with that. Yeah, Lee Manuel. <laughs> Hay que partir y construir su propio futuro. Hay oruguitas, no se aguante más. Hay que crecer, aparte y volver. Hacia adelante seguirás. Vienen milagros, vienen crisálidas. Hay que partir y construir su propio futuro. Um. Van Morrison did the whole soundtrack for Belfast, 
including this original song, Down to Joy. That's my vote. I love Van Morrison. I thought he did great work hmm. here. Um, Felt so good. Gratitude. When I was coming down. Something quite, quite profound. But it could easily go to Billie Eilish, who did... 100% she's going to win. She's going to win, you think? Hands down. I think so. It pains me, but you're probably right. Yeah. Not because I don't like Billie Eilish. I just like Van Morrison more. Yep, she did the the No Time to Die theme. So she's definitely the popular choice. That's why I think she's going to win. She's a popular short choice. the Reba McIntyre movie Somehow You Do by Four Good Days so when you think it's the end of the road it's just cause you don't know where the road's leading to when you think that the mountain's too high and the ocean's too wide you'll never get through Next, we have the shorts. I didn't see any of the shorts. Animated shorts, documentary shorts, live action shorts. I saw all the live action shorts. Okay, so you can uh, go through them. Okay, so the first one, the dress. Mm -hmm. The first one, the the dress is... So it's about this woman uh, who is like a little people. I think it's a nice Mm -hmm. way to say it. Yeah. Um, And so she works with her best friend who's an older lady. Mm -hmm. And they are like... Um, they work at like a motel, I think it is, or a hotel. And I just like clean the rooms. Okay. So custodians. Mm-hmm. And um, so long story short, she's never been in love, never had a sexual mm-hmm. moment with anyone. She's a virgin. Mm-hmm. And so she has a hard time being a little person and like people looking at her weird and like that, whatever. She smokes a lot. Long story short, she thinks she meets a guy who's in love with her or whatever, and this mm-hmm. has this heartbreaking sex scene wow. where, like, doing it, she, and for her, she thinks she's experiencing love for the first time mm-hmm. until it changes tonally, and then she realizes that she's being fetishized by this guy. Oh, so the guy's, like, normal size. Yeah, and the yeah. guy, like, treats her in a very horrible way, and then mm-hmm. afterwards... Harsh. Sounds depressing. Yeah, it's a very (laughs) depressing. So that one was that one was good. And then it's like the long goodbye, Mm. which is the one. um, I forget where it takes place, but this guy, it starts this guy going into a bar. He wants to, he gets gets to drink. The bar is Hmm. basically closed, 
This other guy's trying to do his taxes Sounds in the like background. Sounds like a Sin City book. I like it. It's, um, and he wants to sing karaoke. Mm. And he wants the lady there to record him. I'm trying to t- give it to you a little yeah. bit without giving it around. You should see it. Okay. It's phenomenal. Um, it's his way of saying goodbye to his wife who is passing. So he wants to do it through a through a song, and he wants to record it. It's I just basically gave it away. Well, yeah, it's really good. It's amazing. Probably Um, resonated with you. Okay, um, even without that, I mean, like you don't need a musician because the reason behind it is it's really good. So he knows that she's brain dead. She's in a coma. They're gonna pull the plug, and so his way is like the whole meaning of the song is about. She heard this. She said it's her favorite song because it makes her soul fly. Okay. And so, like, his hope is that, like, her soul hears the song because he knows she physically can't hear the song and then she will be free. It's a very depressing but beautiful short. And is the song good? Um,. It's a, it's like a, a classic song. It's oh, not okay. a bad song. It's like yeah. a it's it's good. I think it's a very emotional. Like you will be choked up watching it. Hmm. I really I really I really want you to see the short, dude. You should okay. if you get a chance. You should you should see I'm it. I'm gonna search all these on YouTube before yeah. Oscar night. What about on my mind. Sorry, I got I got it mixed up. The one I just described to you was on my oh. mind. Okay. Oh my goodness! Okay, the okay, long goodbye. Fine. The long goodbye is a different movie. Okay. Um, oh my goodness! Kind of the long old. goodbye is starring Riz. I always mess up his last name. He played in the Saddle Man. Oh yeah, yeah, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Oh, it's very good actor. It's heavy. He's so it's heavy. about him and his family. They are. Um, I think they're playing they're from like a people from like the East, Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole premise of the film is the fact that like the common American can't make the difference of those people. And so okay. they're somewhere in the UK mm-hmm. and they are talking. You don't know what's really going on first. They're talking about they need to move stuff upstairs for some reason. And then they're talking about like this wedding coming up. And then, like, one of the sisters, one of his sisters is, like, um, talking about this guy she met at work that she thinks she will probably ask her out. He's trying to learn TikTok dance moves from, like, his little brother or his younger nephew. Okay. And so, but he can't do it. And he's teasing him. They move this chair upstairs. And then you feel feel what's happening is these, like, um, nationalists are going around pulling people out of their homes. And so... They come for their family. They try to escape. They catch his little brother. They catch them all. They pull all the men on the street. They put women in the car. And it's... Um, dang, it's so, it's so heavy. So... Um, they take the woman away. He's yelling at them, where are you taking the woman? Whatever. They kind of like, whatever. Shut him down. And then they're all in a line. And then he sees them taking the little boy somewhere. And so he can't sit still anymore. He gets out of line and he runs. And then he gets shot by like a sawed-off shotgun in the back. He hits the ground. Something happens. The police are talking to the nationalist. And they tell him like something you don't really know. It's like it's sort of inaudible. And so they decide they're going to stop and they're going to head off. But they're not done yet. They shoot all the men in the back of the head who are on their knees. Execute them. 
and then they leave. And then the camera pans to Riz on the ground, and he does this like freaking slam poetry piece that is just like, oh my, I think this sounds very refreshing. People mind. need to like wow. it, like watch this short. It's yeah. it's like a wake up call, and it's like it's really good. 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 But my favorite, okay, is please hold. Please hold. Please hold is like right, it stressed me the frick out, but it was so good. It was like you know you you have a call like and you want to talk to customer service mm-hmm. like if you're trying to and you get like the automated thing that's like yeah. plus this for this and like you just want to talk to a human. So that's the premise of this whole short, but it's more of like it's more like all encompassing of our lives. So he, this guy, he has like an emergency he's trying to get through. No, so this guy is like, he wakes up, he's going to work. Yeah, he's wearing like a pizza thing. So you're guessing he works at a pizza joint. Okay. Um, talking about pizza makes me remember how how hungry I am. Um, <laughs> I just checked checked it's Postmates okay. for a second. Um, but so he wakes up, he has a little thing in his ear, like a little earpiece, and like a thing equivalent of Siri is talking to him. She's like, let's know, just let you know, your bus has been delayed, but I have a faster route for you. So he goes like, oh, okay. So he turns away from the direction he's going. has up direction. He's going to try to make it on foot. And the, his AI is going to guide him. He gets a few steps. And then it's like, such and such was his name. Like, please hold where you are. Just letting you know you've been placed under arrest. Oh, wow. Do not move. Like, the authorities will be here shortly. It's a little sci-fi. This drone comes to him. Like a normal drone we see. But it's like modified to be a police drone, has a little police lights and whatnot. And it's like, you have been under, says his name, such and such, he's Hispanic. And he's like, you've been placed under arrest. Um, you hear place his cuffs on. And he's like, okay, what am I being charged for? Why am I under arrest? And it says like, if you do not comply, I will respond with non-lethal force. Please place his cuffs on. And he's like, well, can you tell me what I'm... And it gets more intense. If you do not respond, you do not comply, you... And so he's, okay, he puts the cuffs on. Then he's at the prison. So he's been processed. No humans. It's all automated processing. Oh, wow. So he has to go in there. He has to empty his pockets, take his stuff down, put it, whatever. Bro, it's like stressful. <laughs> the machines have taken over. Yeah, he, he ends up in prison. They have this like smart screen on the wall. And so all of his communication is done through the smart screen. He tries to get a lawyer. It's, oh man, I would almost take you to Limley <laughs> so we can see these shorts. They're that good. This one's phenomenal. And that one's Please Hold. Okay. That was um, favorite. That's my favorite. The next one, Take and Run, is also phenomenal. Um, I don't quite know where it is. I want to say the location they were in maybe Canada, but mm. there are... A people of oh dang it I'm gonna mix up the descent, but they're like an Asian culture. I want to say close to Mon- Mongolian, but I don't think they were. I'm a bad human right now. I should know more <laughs> this, but it's basically about this girl who wants to leave her family, how they're living, and she wants to go and get educated and live a life, and like have her and like have a career, so she can like free her family so you kind of like not really knowing when she wants to free them from long story short she gets a job working at this bread shop and then these guys show up she's late for work she gets to work her co-worker's like in a hurry to leave 
And she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm late. And she's like, late on your first day. You're so happy. The boss is not here. You get fired. Um, she leaves. These guys come in. And this guy's like, where's your where's your colleague? I need to see your colleague. He's like, oh, she's not here. When will she be back? And, he sa- and she says, well, I don't know. So she's coming for her colleague. She know who these guys are. She's like, she's really sick. So I think she may be home for a few days. These guys like, okay, dang it. And they, they go outside. They're the same nationality as her. Um, she's closing up. After she leaves, these guys grab her, Dang. take her in a car, drive her to this like community way out in the boonies. She gets out of the car and they're like, the bride is here. The bride is here. And basically they start pushing her through to get dressed and prepare for a wedding. Mm-hmm. She's pushing these women, these women, these older women, and they're telling her like, you're crying now, but it gets better at time. And you won't, you won't like this now, but it gets better in time. Long story short, they're forcing her through a forced marriage to marry this guy. And she's supposed to be part of the community. A majority of the women in this community who are older will all pick his brides in the same way against her will. And so you kind of follow her journey of her trying to escape this. Yeah. She, her, they get in contact with her family. Her parents come. She thinks her parents are there to rescue her. But because her mother wants to save face because of the whole pride and honor thing behind it, they go along and her father agrees to the marriage. Mm, and wow. so then, long story short, she's able to escape. It's pretty crazy how she does. There's a few like foreshadowing things they show that like her friend teaches her how to drive, mm-hmm. which is in turn is how she's able to escape. Good short. Okay. You should see it. Incredible so film. Your vote is please hold. Please hold. It sounds like. But I think I think that either um, the long goodbye or take and run will win. Yeah, yeah. those are like issues. Yeah, like, take and run is very like like social is relevant. Social yes, issues. very relevant. Very relevant. Like. I know the crap I go through as a black man, but like in this day and age, like the crap that like people from the Middle East go through. Yeah. I mean, people don't even know how to differentiate the different types of people from the Middle East. Yeah. And it's like, Absolutely. yeah. It is funny to me that there are so many movies streaming, and you went out and saw the live action <laughs> short films. In the I did. <laughs> I did, and I enjoyed it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, they're still playing like the Limley, like. Right down the street from here for like, I think for like until the 25th or 28th. Yeah. But they're doing the animated shorts, documentary shorts, and live action shorts. That's awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Well, there we have it. That's all the categories. Yeah. There we go. There we go. We're ready for Oscar Sunday a week from now. Hopefully I can drag Caleb to the movie theater <laughs> to see a few of these shorts. Uh, yes. I'd love to do or that. Or we'll watch... Like West Side Story or something. I haven't seen it. You've seen those films. Oh. There's a few streaming we should see. Yes. Uh, very good. Well, uh, thank you, Victor, for joining me. Let's do this, this again. Nice. Yeah. This is we'll fun. This time next year. Um, yeah, we've done this a couple of times now, and it's always fun. Always nice to chat with a fellow movie fan. So this is Caleb and Victor signing off. Good night, everyone. Take care. America. Buying 
on credit is so nice. One look at us and they charge twice. I have my own washing machine. What do you have though to keep clean? Skyscrapers bloom in America. Cadillacs zoom in America. Industry boom in America. Twelve in a room in America. Lots of new housing with more space. Lots of new slamming in our face. I'll get a terrace apartment. Better get rid of your accent. Life can be bright in America. If you can fight in America. Life is all right in America. If you're all white in America. <laughs>